often that utilitarian uh, part of my brain kicks in and says stuff like, what's the point of this? And when going through the motions with uh, putting this book of poems uh, into podcast form, you know, that pops up a lot. Um, but you know what? It's been fun um, to revisit these poems, poems I've been working on for four or five years, um, and to be inside them again, um, to read them aloud. Re reading poems aloud was always my favorite thing to do. I always loved in workshops the chance to read the poem and have the folks uh, hear the poem in my voice um, and I loved giving readings back when that was a part of my life um, so that's been an honor to do again and more than anything I've um, I'm grateful for the chance to reconnect with poetry in this way um, thinking through the poems and thinking through their place in poetry and their place in my life has uh, revitalized me in some ways in uh in being a poet and living as a poet in this world um this intro is going to be short and the reading is going to be long um it was supposed to be the first of the final three episodes um but i just want to get these poems in the world no it, no big intro no explanations of the poems um, I'm giving the space back to the poetry as I'm trying to do in my life as I head into 2022. Um, you know, meds, uh, the, my disconnection from the poetry community over the last five or six years, um, my, my mindfulness work, the work of managing my disorder, these have all distracted and taken away from my poetic perspective, um, I used to walk through the world taking notes and observing and uh, constantly writing poems and having more of a daily practice. And I've lost that, honestly, because of those things. And um, that's one that's like the goal of 2022 for me is to get that back. Um, so I think in, in a lot of ways, the point of this is to do that, is to give uh, the power back to poetry in my life. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyhow, I'd like to end with gratitude. Obviously the, each episode ends with a gratitude for people and, uh, such that helped with the book, but I'm grateful for poetry and it's, you know, this journey over the last 15 years now has taught me, uh, to better see and better serve the world. Um, so thank you for listening to these poems and being here. Um, and if you ever want to talk poetry or want recommendations or want to show your poems to someone, I'd be honored. Be well. Extra stress on a structure not up to code to begin with. March turned to April and my wife up and left me. Extra stress on a structure not up to code to begin with. On the worst days after she thin aired, them ones on the plum edge of offing myself, instead I snatch fireflies in jars, 
baby food jars, and I tossed them jars into the sky. Sunset already settled in here to see what might stick. Nothing. Like the kittens, I found them jars in the back closet that day. Fearing the worst of myself, I goodbyed the kittens at the mall, not comfortable to tumble into the afterlife knowing I abandoned the kittens how she abandoned me with piles of unfinished quilts, crumbs to munch, goddamn kittens. Those small fire engines in the night, none of us predicted the mall would catch fire. The kitten sirens let me know their return comes imminently, making their path back to this dusty farm. Etched by the streetlights. The fire truck glides over the holes etched by the streetlights, the book I keep promising to read. I did not think it possible, but I love peppers. I once strolled ditches along my county road, but now I gallop patch of grass to patch of grass. Like a parent, the moon returns each night, smells of melon, and hunts wildly for the volume button. I want to smash the streetlights. I want to shut my eyes so tight I can hear tonight's song of beeps better. Someone's keys in the ignition, door wide open, old man perfects his text with a keypad sound on, and the dog shits catty corner on the grass patch. The fire truck a mile away now, but I can still hear its latest cry for us, get the fuck out of the way. More important things in life than you, me. Delight in bat blathering to himself as he bathed. He's the kind of feller could drop an anchor with an amen. Took delight in blathering to himself as he bathed in the light of solitude. No one to counsel the years to coin. He concentrates on launching new phrases like detrimental decade and elementary excuses. What else? but to be enchanted by the fragrance he could taste with his own fangs like a ghoul that still called its grandmother. When we met, it was a hilarious hello, him standing there in indigo trousers, indifferent to the pining jammed down our throats, trading of bodily juices, old-timey jokes. Even without that, his was the kingdom of kindness where loyalty sustained the pleasure of lollipops. Never been one for musicals or manicures. Nope, but my next nuptials will include both singing and treat yourself glow. Salute to my origins, operatic innovations. Once I was nothing, a paperweight, but now have principles. Once I was radioactive, but now, like you, face ridicule for my touchy relationship to sanity, vague beliefs, and saucers. My oddity becomes tedious, tendril wrapped too tight around the bone. The universe handed me many uncles, they of the love of vacation, skeptical of variance. I, on the other hand, welcome weakness disengage the hectic xylophone upstairs. His name is Xander. 
We means y'all. A chance to yank division by the nuts, zipper it up, and zap till we're all behaving better. Walnut of the metaphoric variety. My therapist didn't show today another walnut of the metaphoric variety. Tough to crack, even tougher to locate. I'm left to consult a poet, a poet once revered for her observation. Grasshoppers have huge eyes, but if you really slice it open, my eye, it could contain many grasshopper eyes in one engulfing gape. No one would dare call my eye huge, ginormous, or large. My head, on the other hand, many people have called it huge. Those people, they may not be poets, but those people are right. You, houses that don't get power washed before sold, I see you. I'm the same way, accepting this is what I am. Dirty, grass-stained, coated in a fine layer of mildew or mold. Instead, I wander past the for sale signs and the vote for me signs, the line to cast my vote. I expected to stand many hours, read a book about bullshit, to hum on occasion. Instead, my old friend arrived minutes later and I let eight people ahead of me so I might stand next to my old friend. Yes, I know, he might vote for my terror against my other friends. He himself is a walnut too, scraping right against the bottom of a shoe. A branch fell too. The other variants. It is how it is when it is not the other variants, either unhemmed or tattered like an old pillowcase in the wind or a turtle shell turned in on itself. Why I tie my shoes so carefully, why I speak of ethics and the steps required to repaint these old cabinets so intentionally. I double check, triple check stovetops, back pockets, feelings that burble up so mindfully because elsewhere I am incapable and then the thrust is woe. A calamity, again, I am not mocking excuses, but offering a context for a wider view, like binoculars to the bird with nothing like intention of touching the bird. Often, it is hard to be forgetting whether I'm happy or overcome again with mania, sad or slipping into the lagoon of depression. In these moments when the board is balanced on the sawhorses, but before the blade goes in, I must harness the sharp talents of my strangest desires, must mime the unglamorous, undefended quirks. I must not panic if at times it jerks. This one. I, I once dreamt to live 753 lives inside this one, but now hope to draw this single out for some 60-odd years, a handprint of Phil swiped across the white sheets of time. None more. What would you declare the number one prerequisite to be a person? We can't certainly say it is being good or ten toes having. 
some form of stretching as a preference or talking good, or holds another's head. A head is alive. Aha. There mine goes, and now I move on a little lighter. Like the fire burning outside this tent, I am so stoked to be alive. Energy translates beyond my palms and into this firewood that traveled across many decades to reach us, but also to make me smoky and stinking, freaking glowing bub. To solve the Rubik's Cube. My ancestors turned entire lifetimes into trying to solve the Rubik's Cube. One hand decides to lean one way, the other flounders unconditionally. I have seen the meme, the young boy holding the solved puzzle, but never for a second could I juggle the possibility that he completed the challenge. If not us, then how? My extreme zest for liberty often interferes with my fluctuating reach of authority, like swerving on the highway does not look good on a man of my stature. Be it the six weeks when I was the future mayor of this town, or the summer I spent homeless on its streets. I'm merely a servant to my mind frame, I'm afraid. My lips keep quivering for another bite of that sweetness, the one you offered in the blue house some years ago and told me never speak of again. Oh, the calories I've burned feigning to forget you. Oh, the vertical dimensions I've mounted. A feller like me, less of a man and more of a depressed goat, believes as much as he can believe while you hold your breath. Then he returns to obeying the wishes of what cycles through his system, brain, mostly. Truth is, I am fine if fine is measured in the amount of despair I can bear in a day. What is your hard limit on the human condition? Now I am dangerous, realize so, and the problem is how to manage it. In the face of such knowledge, what is your hard limit on the human condition? It is a story of the blind spots in the recording device dissolved, hardware with software, salt into water, particularly the weight of stress on the brain. It makes not ripples, but dents. The ripples come in the core of us. In it, I cannot talk in a civil way, cannot pander, with the best of them, wonder with the rest. Also, the world is a problematic space. Still wrestling with the old notion that there has to be some kind of demon, devil within. Or inflated reason in an unfair time, a so-called cognition control error. A notion that at 8 o'clock at night, I can't control myself. A thought my biology works differently. The one that's doing the living is called the horsehead self. The one that's doing the giving has no name for a sec. Historically, we have been lucky in that the destructive capabilities have been heavy to wield. On occasion is enough to forever fracture, though. Averages don't answer the question. More is needed in tow. 50% of what I'm doing divides itself into thirds. 
oh, and the sheer number of factors influencing my perspective, my perception. I cannot rely on getting lucky forever. Cannot merely hang around for the prospect. Cannot gamble away my head start. Possibility urge. Cannot undermine the mind tucked under my arm. Cannot escape square death. Clearing the space. It is not a philosophy or an ethics as selecting to is. The foundations of dealing with reality, doubt, awareness, juice, poignancy, get lost and found, exhaustion in the fold, which is an odd perk. Much like you, I don't believe there's a shred of deniability of guilt, no commas between. My adaptive delusional symptoms, an essence to deny my mortality, this is consciousness on a timetable. Slim chance I will make it a breathlessness into final peace. Mouse in a Dickens novel. Today is quiet like a titmouse in a Dickens novel, extending itself for a piece of bread. To be or not to be disintegrating in the mouth of such a great creature. I am great, but there are many things greater than me. An exclamation point, pine of Kentucky, comedy, it does exist. Medicine does exist. What it is to perform whatever task one does to occupy oneself in the desert. In the eyes of some god carved into the belly, belly of some broke-down car, like a balloon some hand drew a smiley face across, tender enough to not pop, but wild enough to be found interesting. Fuck your city. I'm going where the goats outnumber the humans, the plants hope in stark colors. Gelatinous Goo once I believed I was mostly gelatinous goo, then it became clear how my body is a hillside, dynamited again and again to let people through in. I make room. Then the people leave for new acreage, safer climate, fresh passion, but the room's still there, hill changed. A treasure chest at the bottom of my dentist's aquarium, I spew my weird views on friendship, Multiple realities. Is there such a thing as unreality? I'm pretty sure the world has always been ending. We just started to pay attention. It is why I like yelling at animals. Give unto them what is ours. Our problems and hypocrisies. Grievances and guilt. Just by the sound of my voice. My dog bargains something is broken. In fact... I can hear myself pulling apart at night, ligaments from limbs, knobs from joints. I'm aging like a fine vine. Yet, why do I feel obligated to a world I didn't choose to join? A hatchet enters stage left, making this all null, void. Is death the only reason? I keep on living. Is death the only reason? Smorgasbord of assumptions and tactile encumbrance. Tapestry for the not forgotten. What is left behind? Jean shorts quite shortened. Bloody towel stubbed into the mouse hole. 
Piece of sun I strip from the sky. Eros means love. What focus it takes to make something anything. The ruckus I create. Where there is love, there was an idea. Ideation upon ideation. Not of suicide, but of going back before the time. If the blood bleeds through a poem, it finds no true sincerity. Every holler echoes. No need to witness loss of faculty or fecundity. It is easier the way you've chosen to do it. Pretend me a man of rubber and you a great cinematographer. Bark cues to the crew of your most bitter dreams. The dust releases the blinds. Brimful of sizzle, you turn awake. The dust releases the blinds, as do I. My panic might never again, the tick quenched quickly. Like my farming urges, the quarters dance in paper cups. On my lone rubber band, I sob a sad song. Too soon to twirl, through with much enjambment. Beyond mistaken I must be, like the window, a bird, a bird blindsides, believing a b beyond. When dew for God is water, the lost scientist evaporates, like loose pills for the dog, like a heap of heads. Hummingbirds at my neck, the afterlife waiting. My door last night. The blue swan of misery came to my door last night, less wanting handouts and more hunting the spark of flame to begin its dinner ritual, evening eat. I've been telling you for years that I am not one for mornings, that ancient hole where the residue of dreams and the blinding dust of morn mingle. I've been listening to you ramble on for years. What works for you glitches unglitched when you reach or guzzle quickly the water on the counter, hope fizzing. The blue swan of misery stood in my doorway last night, its velvet tongue flicking at the corners of its dry mouth, a match, nothing to strike it against. How it felt to be alive. Pearly gatekeeper asked me how it felt to be alive. Each day I confronted the real possibility my kid becomes a stand-up poet or blogger. Blabbered sorry when my tossed out Christmas tree it blew into a yard not my own across a public path way down to the nearest mall yet to close. Mid-level white male comedic actor in the early 2000s, and I never appeared in a darn episode of that 70s show. Thus, myself became mighty disappointed in myself. Also, I did become terribly depressed, but for totally different reasons. I know what you are thinking. Surely he'll never come back for his gold-ish watch. And in some significant way, I already have, thief. You died. The moment the world was learning, you died. I was on my knees, exercising vomit across what I thought was the sea, or perhaps a blue dog, strange mammoth. 
Well, actually, a toilet. My stinky joy blown apart. Substituted, revisited, banana. Sad epiphany for elsewhere. My eyes like ice on the windshield. Morning, I first read a poem of yours. I cannot remember which one. A poem comes forth with any number of titles. 3,072 at least. How to continue now in this here flow chart for the still living. Click clacking away on this instruction manual. My own attempt at wakefulness. Fuck's sake. This has to stop. Dying, switch, cycle, swallowed tooth. This poem in response block. This swarm of chickens slowly peck at my head. Whole feathered cluck. That, the last noise before my own heavy turquoise lid. Plain drain plumber's crown. Heartache's great flush. Clack. First, thank you for listening. Thank you to all my friends and family for the visits, phone calls, and correspondences for making sure I stayed alive to finish this manuscript, including, but certainly not limited to, Zach Sadie and the Hunter Boys, Josh Cayley and Violet Lee, Jess Council and her crew, Jason Arnold, Steph Pappy and the Arnold Boys, Tracer Towner and family, Clark Moser, Darren Eaton, Marie Ponce de Leon, Paz Pardo, Enrique Lozano, and Elias, Jonna Henry, and Charlie Martin, Cody Van Buskirk, and family, Larry Nutt, Dan Keelish, the Murray family, Jamie Crawford, the Avant family, Jesse Bearden, Matt Spencer, Judd Ferris, Tim and Christina Durr, Gia Murata, Eric Matson. Hannah Margolin, Lacey Patterson, Heather Collier and family, Eric Clough, Lori Sauerborn, Brendan McLean, Melody and Marie Smith, Terry Tan, Morgan Jackman and family, the Tyner and Gobble families. Thank you to the artists that kept me churning during this process slash processing, state champion Dean Young, Mary Rufel, Landon Caldwell, Anthony Ray Wright, Sarah Shook and the Disarmers, Pete Holmes, C.D. Wright, the Felice Brothers, Maria Bamford, Abraham Smith, Ada Lamone, Francis Picabia, Bill Burr, Will Alexander, Ross Gay, D.A. Powell, Phoebe Bridgers, David Berman, In the Face of War, David Blaine, David Bazan, the creators of King of the Hill, May May Bruce and Bruges, Lucy Brock Broido, John Ashbury, Kenneth Koch, and Frank O'Hara. Thanks to the folks who gave me places to go to be both myself and someone else. The Elwood Disc Golf Enthusiasts, the Anderson Disc Golf Club, Power Barn, the Waking Up app, all the guests and friends of the Future Barn podcast, Bill Simmons and the Ringer Network, in the windmill tavern. Thanks to any mental health professional that has held my wobbly head, both figuratively and literally, over these past decades, especially Ruby Joe Walker. 
Thank you to my ancestors for the guidance and the gifts, including most recently Fred Tyner and Tony Gobble, and most historically significant Joanne Tyner and Ricky Gobble. Thank you also to my teachers for their guidance and their gifts, most recently Ram Das and Sam Harris, and most historically significant Todd McKinney and Dean Young. Thank you to the most supportive and patient parents around, Jeff and Tammy Gobble, for accepting my many parts. Thank you to the light that's gone away, Diana Lynn Small, for the years of loving and the lessons of leaving. Thank you to the light that always stays, Jenny Bug, for being a badass dog. <laughs>